Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Chris Garada, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is Covenant, how we keep our sacred promises. May you be blessed for the Christian journey. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit in baptism and marked as Christ's own forever. A reading from the Gospel of John, chapter 13. Simon Peter said to Jesus, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered, Where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you will follow afterward. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Jesus answered, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, before the cock crows, you will have denied me three times. Here ends the reading. Today is Good Friday, a day when we remember the crucifixion, death, and burial of Jesus. Now, although this question isn't new, I can't consider Good Friday without remembering being a child and asking why we call this day good. In my little child mind, the day when Jesus died couldn't possibly be good. And to this day, I remember hearing the answer. Today, Jesus proves just how much God loves us. And that makes this a very good day. Good Friday shows us just how much God loves us. This is a remarkable idea. We know as disciples that Jesus came to remake the way we live in the world. Sometimes, preachers like me say that Jesus came to overturn the power of the world in order to usher in the power of God. Now, perhaps there is no more graphic way for Jesus to show his desire to overturn the power of the world by using a method of terror and evil, such as crucifixion, to show just how powerful God's love can be. Today's reading comes from the Gospel of John and is a passage that is very important to me. Jesus called followers to him. And although there are many disciples named in the Gospels, Peter takes the clear role as leader. In addition to Jesus naming Peter as the rock, Peter simply talks and engages Jesus more often than the others. Here in this moment of the Gospel, Jesus is foreshadowing his own death. Peter does not like considering Jesus' death. But if Jesus insists on dying, Peter wants to die right alongside him. Jesus, although likely touched by Peter's reaction, says a hard word. When Peter says, Lord, I will lay down my life for you, Jesus answers by saying, Will you lay down your life for me? Very truly I tell you, Peter, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Now, although we don't know how Peter responded, I imagine Peter's ego wanted to say something like, no way, I will never deny you. Now, of course, we know how this story ends. After Jesus' arrest, Peter is identified as a Galilean by others outside the home in which Jesus is being held. When questioned about his relationship with Jesus, Peter denies knowing him. When pressed about being one of Jesus' disciples, Peter emphatically denies being one because he's scared of what the earthly powers might do to punish him. After three denials, the cock does indeed crow, 
and Peter remembers Jesus' words. He is crushed and runs away weeping. How many of us, when life is going well, love to call ourselves disciples? It's much easier to claim our Christian identity, to claim the love of God, when things are going our way, when business is good, when family members are kind, when our health is strong, but when the going gets rough, how often do we let go of our commitment to discipleship? Or worse, how often do we begin to question God for our problems? Now this is so natural, so human, and we see that even Peter himself succumbs to this weakness. And yet, there is a moment later in the Gospels that can be a great comfort to all of us. After the empty tomb is discovered by the women, they meet an angel, dressed in white, who says to them, Do not be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who was crucified. He has been raised. He is not here. Look, there is the place they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter that he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. Now it might be easy for us to glide right over the angel's words, assuming that Peter was the leader of the disciples and so the angel was simply naming him because of his role. However, when coupled together with Peter's denial, this moment has profound weight. Peter, who makes a promise to lay down his life for Jesus, succumbs to the fear of the world and denies even knowing Jesus, running away like a coward. And yet, even after the rock upon which Jesus will build his church publicly denies him, God's messenger, this angel in white, makes absolutely sure that Peter knows there is nothing he has ever done and nothing he will ever do that will separate him from the love of God. This is radical. This is critical for us, especially today. Jesus gave everything to make one thing perfectly clear to each and every one of us. God loves you. There is nothing you have ever done and nothing you will ever do that will separate you from the love of God. Period. No exceptions. Today is a day when we remember the crucifixion, death, and burial of Jesus. Today, Jesus proves just how much God loves us, and that makes this a very good day. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, 
may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you for the honor of your holy name. Amen. Amen.